0: Every play, every musical, begins with some writer putting words on a page. Hello, and welcome to StageCraft, the Broadway radio podcast that talks to playwrights and musical book writers about the shows they've created. My name is Jan Simpson, and my guest this week is David Cale, the author of Harry Clark, a one-man show that is playing at the Vineyard Theater through December 17th. With Billy Crudup portraying eleven characters who are British, American, male, and female. Hello, David Kale. Thank you so much for joining us on StageCraft. Hello, I'm very <laughs> happy to be here. We usually start these conversations out by talking um, a little bit about what the show is about. So, could you tell um, our listeners what Harry Clark is about?
1: It's about a A shy and timid guy from the Midwest who could always do a very convincing English accent even as a child and he has a character as a kid that he's come up with called Harry Clark who's this uninhibited cockney uh, very freewheeling guy quite different to the way the uh, central character, Philip, is is in my show. And he eventually, Philip moves from the Midwest to New York and presents himself as an English person in New York. And then one day, this character of Harry Clark sort of rears up in his adult life and somewhat takes over. And it's the story of what happens when that happens.
0: Where did... Uh this idea uh, come from? Where did Harry Clark come from in David Kale?
1: Uh, initially, because I, I generally perform the shows myself, mm-hmm. initially I was sort of curious to play with the audience's perception of me that maybe I wasn't English. That was the initial impulse for it. I thought it was interesting the opening line is I could always do an immaculate English accent, and I thought if, if I start a show that way, the people that are familiar, might be familiar with my work, it's it sort of, it's immediately sort of a disorienting opening line coming out of my mouth for mm-hmm. people that would know me. But then, and I I tried the show out in Pittsburgh at the Andy Warhol Museum for three, I did three performances of it, which went very well. I thought that someone else could realize it more fully, another performer, I just had an instinct, that maybe this show, which is, which is very complicated in terms of, there's, I mean, there's 11 characters in it, some of them very tiny parts, but it's, it's quite a, requires somebody that can really pull off a, a, a kind of a tour de force and so I thought I have a feeling that, that somebody else could do it better and then when when the Vineyard got in touch with me and they read the script and they liked it and, and uh, Audible.com who are, who are co-producing the show they responded so well to it that the idea was we were they wanted to have a an actor in the role which was in line with the way I was feeling all along so so um, that's that's how the whole thing sort of evolved, and
0: uh, is is he is he and this play different from the other one man shows, one person shows that you've done?
1: I think so. It's it's I've only done one other show that's one single character, mm-hmm. uh, a show called Lillian that I did at Playwrights oh, Horizons and, and the Goodman Theatre. It, in the late nineties, uh, it feels I didn't realize how parallel it was to Lillian till actually um, my friends at Audible dot com who were familiar with both scripts mm-hmm. brought, thought brought that up and it, it, there definitely is there are parallels but it's it's a I guess I then I don't where the word darker but it's the the behaviour is is more sort of outrageous than, I, than, than the characters in my shows. Usually they, they, he's behaving in a way that's, that's, that's I guess more outrageous than usual <laughs> for my shows.
0: <laughs> our our, our solo, uh, solo shows always seem sort of like short stories to me and um, I I've, was wondering what makes a, a, a good solo show?
1: I mean, they have to be compelling, um, and it—I ha- mean, they have to. For me, I—I mm-hmm. I, I need some kind. It has to be an a, a resting story, right? I think. I mean, I think your mm-hmm. solo shows. I mean, all my shows are—I've done, I think, eleven or twelve, mm-hmm. and I think they're all—they're all—they're all different, but I—I uh, I think the, the the core of them. They have to have an arresting story, even if they're little tiny pieces. Even if some of the songs, even they have to have, they have to have an arresting scenario, either a story or a, an emotional moment that's that is vividly drawn as I can, as I can make it.
0: Are they different though than doing a, a full-length play, even if it's a one-act? Is it different?
1: I don't really know. I, I've only ever written. I mean this is being considered to be a play and I, I think it is uh, the only other show that I've written well actually Lillian was too but in terms of more uh, multiple character plays I've only ever written one no, I've written one full length show with two people uh, called Floyd and Clear Under the Western Sky which was a musical I did I also play Ritz Horizons and the Goodman uh, and Hartford Stage uh, uh, in uh, 2007 but I'm not really that uh, the, the idea of multi-character plays is, I find very intimidating so I don't, I haven't really dared go into that territory, I, I can do multi-characters within one person's shot mm-hmm. but I, uh, the idea of doing having very a lot of actors on the stage is is too daunting for me.
0: Is this the... F- <laughs> at this point, at least. Is this the first time that you've uh, had someone else perform one of your...
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I, I was writing for the radio for uh, an NPR show called The Next Big Thing mm-hmm. where I was writing re- monologues that, that sometimes for, for actors. Uh, so I, I'd done... I'd done fifteen-minute pieces, but for the radio, where they're they're really rehearsed in the studio, as, as and then recorded, it's very quick. So, I but I'd never had a whole show with somebody in it who wasn't me. This was the first time.
0: So, yeah, was it a strange experience watching Billy Crudup sort of take over, assume your character?
1: It was. It's. It still has an element of disbelief about it because I wanted him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he was available. Well, he he read it and wanted to do it, and he was available, and said yes. So, but I still. I've watched. I've watched it maybe thirty-five, forty times, mm-hmm. and I still can't quite believe I'm watching him. But the. But it <laughs> Why is. Why
0: so? The, what? What? What about it?
1: But just because I wanted him so badly, and he's doing it, and I still. <laughs> and he's also so astonishing on stage, and he's different every night, and he's very magnetic. He's. I mean, for me to be able to watch. I mean, even though I wrote it, it's a, I mean, I, I saw five. I saw all five shows this weekend, and it's. It. I find it, he's so compelling on stage, and it's different, and different things are peeking out, and like it's. I feel like it's. It's. It almost feels like a a big shrub that just new blo- new blooms appear each day like the little things will pop out of him that it's like oh wow this is new and then it's, it's growing it's what, what I'm boiling down to with him so it's but it's still when, when he first started doing when I'm sitting in the house because i never sat in the house with an audience and watched a show of mine mm. ever so it was I couldn't quite grasp that I'd written it. Hmm. it. It was a very disorienting because I write very intuitively and instinctively and I don't sometimes know exactly what I have. If it feels right to me, that's enough. I don't really quite... I, I don't analyze things, really. Mm-hmm. So to hear it out loud and coming out of his mouth and experiencing it with the audience, it was... It was it's still a, a little... I can't quite believe. Did I write this? <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> it's it's very curious to me. Uh, it's a very it's still a very curious sensation, and when, wonderful when the audience is responding. I mean, in the way that they, they have been, when, really thrilling.
0: When you were thinking about uh, the staging of it, did you sort of put a list of names or were, were was there a a certain personality type? What were you looking for when you decided that you were going to stage it, and it wasn't going to be you?
1: Well, it was you know it came about very quickly. Mm-hmm. That it, I think it was around four months ago that uh, that I, I, my friend Sarah Stern, who's the co-artistic director of the Vineyard Theatre, wrote to me on a Sunday and asked me if I had. If I had a, a new show that he'd go into production in the fall, and I sent three scripts, and this was the one they read, um, and they wanted to do it, and it, it happened so quickly—that is—that nice. it's it's the fastest a show's ever gone into production at a Vineyard. So it's Billy was Billy was the first person that was mentioned. So it was. And I was like, I, I I immediately was really thrilled at this idea, and I've loved Billy since I saw him in Jesus' Son, a film that I that I that I love uh, many years ago, and I've seen him on stage and in various movie roles. So I mean, he was I wanted him, and he was the first person that was mentioned. So it was I, I didn't really think of what. I mean, I, I knew, we knew that you could go any number of ways with it. Mm-hmm. It was the kind of character who, who you could. There were there were there were there were there were a number of different very valid interpretations to be had from very different actors. But it's um, I mean, it feels to me like giving a song to a singer.
0: Exactly. It's
1: like you know, it's it could be if. I mean, if Ella Fitzgerald sings it, it's going to sound one way. If Billie Holiday sings it, it's going to sound another. If Nina Simone sings it, it's you know. If you get somebody great, mm-hmm. I mean, the only people, the only people that were being thought of were they're all were all great and very individual. And, and then the thing with Billy is, I don't know, he's he's an original too. He's, he's aside from the fact he's a he's truly one one of the great actors of his generation he's also a, a real original i mean he does he does things that i i've not seen another actor do so it's it's sort of a, he's sort of a one-of-a-kind poetic p- p- true artist of an actor i mean he really is it's really i was always wary of that all actors were artists i, I don't think that's true and then I, but he's an artist. Hmm. This guy's an artist, hmm. so in my view. In my view, I, I mean, I feel like that word is kind of banded around too freely. The artist's work, but Billy is truly an artist, and and having that sensibility in in there too. And he's just so inventive and surprising.
0: Did you and, make? Uh, did you make sorry, any yes. changes in the script for him once? You guys got into rehearsal. D- did you make any changes to adjust to his needs, his talents, whatever?
1: No, I, the only thing was, you know, I didn't know what to expect if, mm-hmm. because obviously he's a, he's well known and, and he's very beloved actor. And I didn't know if he would come in. You know, I met him on our first day. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I, I crossed paths with him a little bit at a of, of benefit. But very, very superficially, uh, a couple of years ago. But I really, the first day we sat down was in the first day on the first day of the, we started working on it. And I didn't know if he would come in with a list of like script requirements that and he, he needs this to be cut, this be built up, or. But there was none of that at all. Um, I think one day he asked if one word it was like one word could be changed from hand to butt or something that some minute little change it was so minute and he was so sort of coy about asking me and it was better it was the the, 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 the word change made more sense it actually grammatically didn't make sense when I written that so um, but he's just no he's very you know he's he's very committed to the writing so it's it's he hasn't. I, I made. I made a few cuts. Lee Silverman is a brilliant editor, the director of this show. Mm-hmm. So, and where I don't really, I'm not. I sound arrogant, but I don't really collaborate on the scripts mm-hmm. with the solo. Well, it I doesn't sound them.
0: arrogant. It does not sound arrogant.
1: <laughs> well, it's... I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> it's, it's it's it's. I, I feel like. I, mean, I should do, I should do all the work, basically. <laughs> but it's up to me. So, and it's, but with this, and I think ordinarily I'd be sort of guarded if somebody said, cut this, cut that. But with, with Lee, I just cut. I mean, we well, there weren't huge cuts, but, but it got tightened, Lee tightened it, the script. And I just did exactly what she said.
0: We should um, say for, for, for people who haven't uh, yet seen it, that, even though it's a one-person show, there are many characters, men and women, and and, and Billy plays them all.
1: Yeah, he does. Well, one thing that was interesting, one, one one thing that did fall away, because he's so clear, when he's playing, a, a, the way it was written was sometimes the character would speak, and then there would be Mark said this, and it would say he said that or she said that. And because because Billy's performance is so clear, who's talking? It just didn't need it. these little he said, she said, or Mark said, or hmm. Philip said, or it just was so unnecessary. It would have irritated people listening to it because Billy is so clear. You you know exactly who's talking with Billy every with every character. So you don't you don't need those. Those you can just, you can literally have dialogue with Billy. Uh, you can have you can have two characters talking to each other and he'll play both of them and you don't need you don't need to identify who's speaking Billy makes it very clear with his performance so sometimes those little linking he says or she says or Stephanie says and, and they just become redundant because he's he's doing it all with the performance
0: you mentioned at the beginning that audible uh, the audiobook uh, company is one of your co-producers and they are going to release an audio version of uh, of the play is that correct yes how, yep, did, yep. how did that all come about that's such a, a interesting idea
1: well I, I didn't realize that I didn't know that audible.com uh, were were interested in venturing into a theatre I, I didn't know till I met with with the vineyard and they told me that they had passed along the script and this was what was happening and mm-hmm. And I thought it was I, the idea behind it is so exciting to me because when we're going to go into the studio and record it we're not it's not going to be recorded live okay. it, it'll be absolutely made for it, it's like making an album as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned mm-hmm. it, it'll be different but it, I just feel there's so many people that don't have access to a show that's running in New York. Exactly. And, and the fact is that this show will now, and with Billy's performance, Billy's going to perform it. Great. It, that his performance will, will A, it will be captured, and B, the show can reach so many people that wouldn't have access to it. It's really a wonderful thing and the, the, and their ideas are so adventurous and exciting i i I met with them, and it was I left the meeting feeling very jazzed by their, the the ideas that they have in terms of that their involvement with the theater just way way obviously way beyond me and you know they commissioned all these these young writers uh, to to write a solo and two person shows for them with a the view of doing them on stage and and then doing a version for audiobook, it's, I think it's I think it's a very exciting development for 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 the theatre. Is yours and one of the first? The this is the first, yeah. This is we're, we're the first show they've um, and I think I think I think it went into production quicker than everybody was anticipating. I, I think so I don't think Audible was initially thinking something was going to happen so quickly, but. But speed can be really good, <laughs> yes. and, it, and it was ready to go. You know, I felt the script was real. Everybody felt the script. I mean, we we could clip it. I added, I added a little bit. I did, I did add uh, something that, that emerged from just from, from when we started working on it. But it was basically it felt ready to go. So, and they were they could do it, and the venue could do it. So we just, and miraculously. Lee Silvam and the director and, and Billy Crudup were available and interested.
0: Do you know when it will come out? The the audio. Uh,
1: it's. I think it's. I believe it's January twenty first. Oh, that's it's wonderful! Quick.
0: So oh, everything be soon.
1: everything's speedy. It's which I I really love. So many shows. I mean, I wrote this show a, 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 a couple of years ago, and it's been sort of on whole I've, I've just kept it to myself and worked on other things but you know I, I love so so often things take so long that the speed that this is moving at is really wonderful I think it it's it I think it affects the shows in a yes. funny way that's something that happened so quickly we got we were fabulous designers everybody was you know we we I don't think we had it was only a couple of weeks before we started rehearsals that, that Billy was on board. You know, it was it was all like super quick, and and Billy flew in from Greenland from shooting a movie. It was high drama. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, but I kind of it was very sort of uh, I don't know. It was exciting. It was, it's, the whole thing has been really exciting.
0: It. it so, yeah, it is. It's,
1: it's first for him. It's first for Billy. He's never done a solo show. It's the, the first time Lee and and I have worked at the Vineyard. And I've been I've been wanting to work at the Vineyard for years and years. Um, it's the first thing that that Audible is that their first production. There's a lot of kind of firsts around it, which I'm happy about too. So and, and it, I think I think it's very different from anything that Billy's ever done. And, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of him watching him. It's, it's, he's such a source of pride to me.
0: It's, um, it's all really exciting, um, and particularly uh, that people who aren't in New York or aren't able to get uh, a ticket, and let's be honest, this has become a hot ticket, um, and so people who aren't able to get into the vineyard to see it will have the chance still to experience it on Audible and it's a great way for Audible to kick off this new series uh, devoted to uh, the theater so uh, so thank you for that and, and thank you for joining us uh, here on StageCraft
1: Oh, it's my pleasure, really, thank you
0: And thank you for joining us. We hope you'll come back next time and that you'll listen to all the other Broadway Radio podcasts, which you can find on BroadwayRadio.com.